0: Hello and welcome to Forty on Film. We look at the films of actors and directors who hit the big 4-0 during their production. On this week's show, an American military advisor embraces the samurai culture he was hired to destroy. Tom Cruise is the last samurai. Japan's got it in mind to hire experts to train their army.
1: We will pay you $400 a month.
0: Five. How many other genuine heroes you've got lined up?
1: From a line on me. Position on me. What do you want? To know my enemy. This is the 40 on
0: film podcast. Midlife crisis, midlife crisis, midlife crisis. Joining me this week is John Buglis, friend of the show and fellow podcaster on our sister show, Five on Film hey john how are you
1: doing i'm doing great Chris. how are you doing Mom?
0: oh good all oh, good so uh tom cruise at 40 doing the last samurai the reason i picked you or asked you sorry to to come on the show uh and to review tom cruise in this film was because you watched all of tom cruise's films for our sister show uh five on film when we rated tom cruise's top five films is that right
1: yeah, uh, pretty much. Um, uh, I've just done a an extra rewatch of this today. Just, <laughs> just, just you know, what you watch you watch forty three films w- with one actor. You kind of just you kind of need a refresher on individual ones. Uh, yeah, well,
0: I have to say that's very impressive, John. Um, I'm not sure I would have been brave enough to do that myself. Um, so yes, kudos to you.
1: No, oh, thank you very much.
0: This was my first watch myself. Actually, I just finished watching it uh, this morning. Okay. And uh yeah quite quite a film I was surprised at how good it was actually. Um, yeah. It it certainly when it came out 2003 it uh it slipped under my radar for sure. I'm not yeah. sure why exactly because it kind of has quite a few of the things that I like in films. It's it's a big uh, sort of epic historical um, drama about set set in what uh, 1876, is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so post Civil War, um, and uh, the Japanese uh, contact the Americans because they want Westerners to come and train their military to um, defend themselves and fight the the old guard. Is that would you agree with that description?
1: Yeah, but basically around about that time was when uh, Japan would. Uh, becoming, uh, well, they were, they were finding out more about the Western civilization, and they were trying to find new ways of actually protecting themselves in the new, in the new world. This is all based on almost real events. The, the Meiji Restoration is the, peri- is the period, and basically it's when a lot of Western influences started to um, take over Japanese culture.
0: Right you you can see that in the in the dressing of the extras in a lot of the background scenes because yeah. they've, they've been dressed up as if they've just been whisked off the streets of London really I I thought it was quite an interesting uh take on it um yeah. and how it was visually represented
1: Yeah well uh, I've I've, I've, see, I've kind of I've seen photos um much like Graham uh, takes the photos in the in the film there are photos where uh, basically, they they end up being dressed half and half. Oh, really? Yeah, they do, it, uh, Yeah, histori- historically, they, they kind of walked around with bowler bowl hats with kimonos.
0: Wow. Yeah, that is uh, interesting.
1: And tra- and trousers, and it, it it's a very it's it's a very um, uh, transitional period in Japanese culture.
0: Mm. Well, it's uh, one of uh, the film was nominated for four Oscars, one of them being costume design. Yes, uh, didn't win any of them though. Uh, <laughs> but did you enjoy the film?
1: Um, I did, and um, I'm not ashamed to say that um, it kind of it got it got me emotional as well. Um, really? Yeah, okay. actually, um, I, I'm a bit of a sucker for um, uh, dying culture films.
0: Interesting. I, okay.
1: So, I mean, uh, as a, as a as a lazy comparison, uh, Dances with Wolves would be very would be very a very close example of that sort of thing as well. It's basically the white uh, the, gu- the guy going from one culture and learning about another culture and finding that that culture is not actually the bad. They're not the bad guys, and maybe his culture is. It's very late 20th century way of looking at things that ev- not every there's not really a ba- there's not really a bad guy, and everyone has their own. Uh, every tradition has its own uh, pluses
0: yes, the, the I suppose the the closest to uh, a bad guy we got was be the um, lieutenant colonel was that his rank the yes. the bad guy from ghost. Yes uh, yeah. uh, playing quite a good civil war uh, era soldier, I think. Um, yeah, it, there was him and then there was kind of the the Japanese council members who were sort of controlling the strings of the of the emperor.
1: Yes. Uh, um. Yeah. The guy, the lead guy's character, called Amura.
0: Was he the the uh, the the character who um employs the services of the Americans? Yes. He he right, right, yeah. yeah.
1: He's he's the guy who seems to be pushing everything forward, doing it for his own gain within within the new world. Yeah, new world.
0: it does seem quite ambiguous. That doesn't it? Yeah. it? doesn't. They don't really flesh that out until the until the very end. No. Um. Uh, yeah, you're, you're right. The, the, there's not an out-and-out out bad guy, is there? Uh, I was slightly concerned when watching it that this would kind of turn into um, uh, a white man saving another race kind of vibe.
1: Yeah. And yeah, it I...
0: kind of, there were, there were hints at that, uh, but I think it managed to kind of steer clear of that overall. Str-
1: Strangely, it seems it, it seems to be the other way around. I mean, when we, when we meet Olgren right at the beginning of the film, mm. it's he's he's he is a an emotional and physical wreck.
0: Yeah, he's just
1: he's he's a complete alcoholic. He's got a death wish. Um,
0: yeah, yeah. I, do you know the the vibe I got was uh, Riggs from Lethal Weapon.
1: Very much, very much so. But more, it, it's almost it. Um, Nick Cage and Leaving Las Vegas. Okay, yes. he's all, yeah. He's almost he's kind of, he's kind of functioning, but basically he's trying he's basically trying to drink himself to death because yeah. They,
0: I I'm reckoning there's some PTSD going on there. Yeah. Uh, um, which I'm I'm not. I was trying to work out the these flashbacks that they have. Yes. I find them quite jarring. Actually, I didn't I didn't appreciate the way that they were represented. I thought they could have done that more subtly. It was very in your face.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, uh, especially it's. Uh, especially um, in the beginning of them as well. Um, yes, yes. With the tiger and the white tiger is the pre- is a premonition of um, Katsumura.
0: That's right. Yes, of course.
1: Katsumura, uh, Sorry. Yeah. Ba- basically, he he believes in destiny and fate and and uh, everything kind of pointing him in the right direction.
0: Great little uh, sort of role for um, the uh, uh, character from Ghostbusters i've got the actor's name terrible um
1: it, it's william Ather- william atherton
0: that's the one john Thank yeah you. uh i knew you'd have remembered um <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah great great little part from him uh and uh i thought that it was very impressive because it was uh it was a, the winchester he was being funded by winchester gun company is that right to do these yeah. little performances
1: yes yeah
0: Yeah. um very impressive kind of display they had because it sounded like it seemed like they had sound effects running off a soundboard at some point with um the the cavalry sound effects and things uh and then that little um marionette set that they had yes um that yeah uh i i like that um but yes i did think it was a, a very succinct way of introducing tom cruise's character
1: yeah um, the, the fact that he's 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 very much a loose cannon but he... yes. yeah. yeah yeah and yeah
0: and uh, billy Connolly comes
1: yes. out of nowhere
0: playing uh, an irishman yeah oh, no. yeah <laughs> <laughs> that that did bug me somewhat uh yeah. i didn't feel he needed to be irish no, um, no, no. Uh, but but yeah great great little role for him actually one of my questions that i got for you later which i might as well fire at you now do you think they they were right to kill off Conley's part as early as they did?
1: Um, I I think stru- structurally it works. I mean, it, it, it you have you have the um, emotional crutch that Olgren um, needs, mm-hmm. yeah, and then ba- basically when you see that Olgren is kind of is kind of ready, you knock the crutch from under him. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think. I think that character has kind of outstayed its welcome. After that, okay. it, it's not it's not needed. Sure. Um, because by the time we by the time we get back to back to um, Tokyo, um, it, it, everything's moved on six months, and um, the morality has changed. Mm-hmm. So I think I think actually um, I, th- I think I think. I think uh, the, Gant, the Gant character is actually, I think, is all well and done by by then. I think I think it basically basically he's the he's the character who sets you up emotionally and then gets fridged.
0: <laughs> uh yeah, I, I I appreciate what you're saying, and yeah, for the purposes of the story and the plot. He he it was right that they got rid of him then. But I, I could have done with another scene with Billy Connolly.
1: Oh you can myself. always do, you can always do with another scene with Billy Connolly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um but I think I think I think um I think he plays the he's playing the emotional bridge. Mm-hmm. I mean in the scene where um Graham starts um starts talking about um uh talking when they start talking about um talking in different tongues. And oh, tell me, tell me how to say hello uh, or goodbye, or um, uh, I'll cut, you, I'll cut your filthy tongue out and boil it in oil. <laughs> um, you, Billy Connolly's kind of like that. He's the, he's almost the big brother. The he's the person watching over Olgren. And it, at at that point, at the point where he gets killed, we need, we don't need, we, he isn't needed anymore as a character. He's, he, he would get in the way. So,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, so, uh, breaking down the numbers then for, for Last Samurai, um, yes. it's a uh, budget of 140 million, uh, opening weekend 24 million in, in America, uh, released in the, the first week in January 2004, uh, and it made $111 million gross, worldwide, $454 million. So, uh, it, uh, it, it, it got its money back worldwide. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, it, I, I don't know. It's, it seems like not that many people went to see it, really, in the end, at the cinema.
1: Well, we're, um, no. I, I, think it, I think it, again, it's... <sighs> I, epic films don't really...
0: They, they haven't landed for a while, have they? No,
1: I mean, I think the last one that landed... Well, the last two to land hugely. Um, especially on a historical basis, are Titanic and Gladiator.
0: Yeah, so Gladiator would three years before. Yeah. Um, now
1: we're also the actual the thing uh, and the last last samurai is actually one of the highest grossing films in the Japanese box office.
0: Apparently. Well, I w yes, I was going to 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 bring this up. I no. wonder if this was I mean, was this ahead of its time with regards to trying to reach a more global audience which all, you know, all films are trying to do now to capture the uh, the Asian market. Do you reckon?
1: Um possibly. I I I think I actually think it's more judged the fact that um, it's um, not many people want to want to know about Japan. I mean, we're, going back to the Dances with Wolves, uh, analogy you're talking about so uh, american civil war and mm-hmm. indians yeah um and i think that plays a lot more worldwide than uh americans in japan okay um yeah. I, I, I so i think there's a certain amount of i i, th- I think People go, oh, it's a Tom Cruise movie. Oh, he's he's a samurai. It, it, I don't, <laughs> I don't think that quite. I don't think, I think that's a much bigger leap.
0: Uh, we yes, say
1: than, uh, Kevin Costner go, going and being an Indian.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think that's probably why I didn't go and see it. Uh, I am a big Tom Cruise fan, um, and I uh, love a lot of his films but i uh, yeah i think the concept of tom cruise dressing up as a samurai uh, uh yeah just probably didn't appeal to me and didn't appeal to a lot of people in the end yeah um it's oh, interesting yeah. he he can't he's coming off the back of minority report uh to do this and then goes on to collateral which yeah. uh well no Dare, I, I probably shouldn't say whether any of these three <laughs> films feature in our top 5 should i um spoilers uh yeah so it, uh, it's interesting because uh, i consider minority Report and collateral to be two of his best films yeah um and yeah the this one i well i i did really like it yeah uh, I,
1: I think i actually i actually think it's one of it is one of his better films i, yeah, I think yeah um i I, like i say it 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 it, it does it gives you i give gave me the emotional punch i mean this at the scene the scene with the with taka the uh the wife when when they go back and they're getting ready for the final final battle yes And and after um after he's killed her husband and she's lost her um her brother and everything i it's it's such a sensual honest scene between them as she as she dresses him in the armor Mm -hmm. i mean they go they she go they go for a a a kiss but she pull she pulls back out of it it's not a it's a care for as opposed to a a love
0: absolutely i i was so relieved that they dealt with it that way because as soon as i saw him being nursed uh, in that first scene where he's in her house yeah. and she's nursing him back to health. Uh, I, I called it and, oh, okay, so this is the daughter or the sister and they're going to fall in love and then they'll, yeah. And yeah. I, I'm so glad they they did it that they,
1: way. They played that story so wonderfully. Yes, yeah. Um, And that arc is, is such a beautiful arc. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, that, that that was perfect. Okay, well, uh, any other any other um, highlight scenes for you? Any other moments in the film?
1: Um, I, I'm sorry, just that's right. I I do I do like the little thing where he's, um, he he tells them about the battle of uh, Thermopylae. About about the three, basically the three hundred Three hundred, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and he goes 300 versus versus a million. You you understand a million? Yes, I understand a million. <laughs> okay, so uh, in case, and uh, I like I like that. And then when they're lying down, about to do their hand to hand combat charge, and he goes, "So how many of these spots? How many? How many lived? Because of they died to a man." Case, and the smile between them, and they the chart. It's full of little moments. Um, it's um, like when he starts talking to Bob.
0: Yes, that was very funny.
1: Yeah. Hi. So you're just going to follow me? You're not going to talk? Yeah. I, I know you're a- you're <laughs> angry. I know why you're angry. You're angry because they make you wear a dress. <laughs> um, and it's it's full of little moments. And, and actually, I think. Str- strangely i i criticize in the other podcast that we've done on tom cruise i kind of criticize this period of him as the i not doing much acting the um mm. you i i kind of and actually i i think i'm gonna have to take it back because actually he's in this film in particular it's very much a style where he um it is very natural but it, it but he does actually have a range in this. He is, he is an in, he is interesting. He do, he does have have a, have some comedy to him.
0: Yes, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah,
1: I, it's the it's. Um, I think I think I've got a hangover from War of the Worlds, where he just seems <laughs> in it, it. just seems so incredibly bleak that um, there there is no change in. There's no subtle change in gray. Where in this, you it, there's much there's much more character to it there's him. more
0: going on yeah yeah
1: i mean and actually the way the way it's played where he's um going through the uh detox because they won't give him out al- because they because being an alcoholic they won't give him alcohol
0: yeah he's gone cold turkey
1: yeah i and actually i, I found that very i found that very believable i've actually found the act the acting of really good
0: yes i I tend to watch a lot of Tom Cruise's films uh, and just see Tom Cruise on the screen. Uh, you know, I, as much as I enjoy the films, anyway. Yeah. Uh, but but this one definitely, I, I very quickly kind of got over the fact that it was Tom Cruise and that it was a character in 1876. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. I I found I found myself believing that very quickly, which which is not common for you know tom cruise films for me uh so that's a good thing um all right uh, any other any other scenes that you you particularly liked
1: um, i'll t- tell you one that i i really yes
0: was the uh the ninjas uh which looked like they'd come straight from a 1980s action film yeah um storming the the the, the village i thought yeah. that was fantastic
1: yeah no no it's the first it's the first time you actually you can see that it's the actually the first time the character uh, Olgren gets accepted,
0: yes, as yeah. a
1: character. Uh, actually, um, in actually joining joining in and defending everybody, and it's it's the moment. It's uh, it's also the moment where Olgren actually realizes that fighting for a cause instead of fight in, in, instead of just fighting, uh, he, he's fight he's fighting for to protect people, not as opposed to going out in a cavalry charge and just running people down yeah yeah I, I think that's kind of the first time you see algren suddenly realize that he he starts to think like a war he starts to think like a warrior instead of a soldier and he accepts the fact that he need accepting the fact that he needs to do he's doing this for the right reason there is a good, there is good reason to be a soldier the right reason to be a soldier he just doesn't go he don't go and just kill people no reason, but to protect it. It makes sense. It, I agree. Yeah, um, I, like, I like, I like, the little, I like the little kid. Um, the, the, the kid runs and gets his dad's sword and t- to take on one of the ninjas.
0: Yeah, that was that was a nice touch. Yeah.
1: yeah ju- ju- just as Tom's about to get his fa- face put um, pushed into a blade that's stuck on the floor, he kind of he, he he gives Ogren the impetus to fight that little bit harder. Yes, the yes, not to die
0: just as he was on the blade, yeah. Look like he's getting pushed down the blade, yeah. Yeah, another uh fantastic scene that I liked was uh when Tom Cruise is facing off to uh Ryuki Sanada, Sanabi's second in command, who, who um, doesn't like uh Tom Cruise's character yeah. at all. Uh, um, when they're uh dueling with the wooden um samurai swords, yeah, rain. Oh, yeah. Be- beautiful scene that, yeah. really what? well shot.
1: Yeah. What? What's? The, yeah. I mean, that's that's kind of part of the whole um, acceptance angle. He's trying to be a, a hero moment as well. It shows that he's got the he's got fight and tenacity. He well, yeah. The fact, that,
0: the fact that every time he, he gets knocked down, he gets back up again. Yeah. Uh, just will not will not stay down.
1: Yeah. And he, but he just he he just keeps on getting up.
0: Where are you with the uh, the big battle then towards the end? Where does that rank uh, in um, final battle scenes for you?
1: It's not new. I think. I think it's more the emotional impact in it that kind of gets me. Um, uh, guerrilla. I've seen guerrilla battles before. I can't quite bring one to mind um, at the minute. But um, the whole the the tactics. Um, the. I, it all kind, it all kind of work it, it all kind of works as, as a battle, mm-hmm. but as, as the, the, the whole idea that it, this is about honor, this is, this is going to be about uh, this, this is us um, sending up a, a red a huge flare for um, our way of life, mm-hmm. running away and luring them in was quite was quite was quite was quite good. Mm-hmm. And uh just hailing them with arrows.
0: The, I thought the the arrow work actually in the film, the whole film was fantastic. Yeah. It looked really yeah. good.
1: Yes. Um and, arrow work. And actually though the fight the fights the hand to hand fight scenes are gorgeous and but brutal, but absolutely gorgeous and very well choreographed. Um i i yeah i re i really I really like those um, so you
0: you've kind of got you've got another link to to that do't you John? Because i remember way back um learning that you uh, had have, have been involved in um reenactments before
1: um yeah sort of sort of <laughs> <laughs> uh, li- live action role playing not not quite the same but oh, okay um, all right so- um but no i mean actually it's it's still scary even when it even when you're even when you're pretending when you've got um such a huge amount of bodies all around you all all hit all hitting each mm-hmm. other it actually it's very unnerving
0: i i can imagine it's it uh, would be very disorientating
1: yes uh yeah. and you, you you just can't you kind of lose lose your uh you lose your um yeah, your sense, your sense, yeah. I, I think mean,
0: that that came across as well. Actually, we, there was a particular moment where you saw Tom Cruise kind of looking around, uh, and then seeing all of his, um, you know, S A P samurais get getting slaughtered, and um, yeah, yeah.
1: And they I mean. and they all get, and each one of them gets their own hero moment. <laughs> they do, they do. Yeah, they make and sure and of that. and they 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 really they, re- they really deserve it because actually through that entire film, um, like, uh, um when uh he when they get the guy for, sorry when uh they rescue the guy from his house in tokyo and his son and his son uh gets uh gets shot
0: mm-hmm.
1: and he goes no 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 i'm done for but i'm gonna go i'm gonna go out like a true samurai and he and he, got, he just walks along the bridge firing arrows at a huge rate yes and, yeah. the, and then just goes uh okay two and the two swords and runs at them and you you can you actually feel you actually feel like it is an honor to lay to give your life in for this i i I think it i i think it's it's a it's a very poetic it's a very poetic portrayal of samurai Mm -hmm. and and uh of honor and what it means to be a warrior, and I really like. I, yeah, I, I think all those emotional moments are handled really well. And apparently, it's, it was Hans Zimmer's one hundredth score. Oh, uh, um, okay. Yeah, apparently, and you can you can hear you it hits all the emotion. It hits all the emotional beats in a re, in a really good way. Mm-hmm. So
0: yeah, I enjoyed the score. That was good. Yeah. Uh, anything you didn't like um, about the film in particular? Anything stood out?
1: No, I mean, actually, I I would class this not not flawless, but I'd, I'd class I'd class. I think from a technical point of view, um, I wasn't I wasn't sure about some of the green screening they did at the end.
0: I uh, I yes, I, that was one of my notes. They all almo-
1: not- they almost kind of drop. They almost kind of they're almost kind of drop in scenes, and so- they just you can see that you can see that you can see the
0: edges yes yeah I was, I was watching it on a, a, a big screen tv and i i was surprised at how poor quality some of the i mean they looked like matte painting backgrounds actually they, yeah they, they were yeah though you could see the joins in quite a lot of the of the uh, the wider shots yeah um and the in the landscapes yeah um do you
1: know where those battles were filmed
0: uh, New Zealand.
1: They were <laughs> a lot, a lot, a lot of it was actually filmed in New Zealand. There's there are there are a couple of um, there there was a couple of shoots in Japan, um, and uh, apparently apparently they did they did a couple of the uh, interiors in Burbank in in America. Okay. Yeah,
0: you you gotta love those tax breaks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I think I think they went <laughs> everywhere for those. Um, um, so yeah.
0: Do you think it, the film was culturally sensitive enough?
1: yes i i don't think i don't think it i don't think it i think it's actually a very nuanced story very nuanced story it's not it's not the white man it's not the white savior it's uh it, it's kind of like the cultures saving one another and it's it, it's almost like an internal wrangling of the politics of the time mm-hmm. and i I think I don't think the Jap- I don't think the Japanese come off badly. I think actually the I think the one bad Japanese guy, Amora, is at, is actually portrayed as a gre- as a greedy as a greedy man out for himself.
0: Yeah, I think uh, he, he kind of falls back into line doesn't he at the end of the film and it, it gives the, the emperor a chance to actually stand up. Yes, I, I, rule.
1: I, th- I think I think the em- I think the emperor is actually. Um, I I, th- I think it's a case of, as as with all regents through history, it's a case of if you have a young if you have a young enough um, ruler, you end up with people playing the politics for you, and using your name. Mm-hmm. And I think and I think that's kind of the point of the film is from uh, Katsumoto's point of view. It's a case of I need to teach the emperor that the emperor is is the top of the tree. What he says goes, and that's why Amura in the end has to back down. Especially when the emperor turns around and says, "Well, I'm going to take all, all your assets and give them away." <laughs> okay. Yes, yeah. If if you if you think I'm disgracing you, here is a blade. You do you do what you should be doing, and it and it, it shows Amura to be. The cat, the one out of step with the cultures, mm-hmm. I think. Um, yeah,
0: I, I was disappointed that there was only one named female role. I thought they could have done better with that. I appreciate that it's you know eighteen seventies uh, Japan, but I I reckon they could have they could have had another female in there, uh, like they... a, a, a handmaid or uh, another daughter some something like that
1: yeah i i but i think i think that's i think that's all I, th- I think the fact that you've actually got i think that the fact that they've actually got her as part of the story is actually a, is actually lucky yeah um, balance. um because um it is it is really because she's not she's actually not there as the love interest thankfully actually yeah, yeah it, it, it it i would say that Although possibly not completely enlightened, I think it's definitely a step in the right. It was definitely a step in the right direction.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, and to be, and I'm going to I'm going to say this to be fair, the story is about a Civil War captain and samurai. And as far as I know, as not not that I not that I've done huge research in this, I don't actually. I don't think there's many female samurai
0: no, no. So, you was probably the only
1: one <laughs> <laughs> and also it is it is a it is a, it's a political thing, so actually the entire arena at that time wouldn't have had um wouldn't have had much in the way of a, a woman set up mm-hmm. uh, yeah I'm not saying that it can't have had had them and i'm not saying there wasn't another way to go, but actually i think I, I can understand but I, and i'm glad for the i'm glad for the one that they did have
0: yes <laughs> yeah. um, do you think uh Tom Cruise should have had a haircut
1: <laughs> oh no 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 I would no it, this is this is the uh excuse me <coughs> excuse me. This is the long-haired, lanky Tom Cruise. This is the Tom Cruise from <laughs> Mission Impossible 2. Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> <The> worst one.
0: <laughs> it kind of rem- I think that's probably what bugged me most about it, was that it just reminded me of Mission Impossible 2, which is never a good thing.
1: We can argue that one in another podcast. Yeah. Um, I, I
0: felt, uh, personally, I felt like his, his hair was not period correct.
1: Um The I can...
0: flashback had his hair and his must and his facial hair correct.
1: Yes. I, I I I think that's kind of part of the character growth. Mm. I think that was I think that's the uh I'm, a, I'm at I'm my very worst. I mean it looks really nice. Yeah. He's taking care of it. <laughs> uh-huh. But I think it's a case of I'm really unkempt. I haven't I haven't taken a bath for however long. Um I, and I, I, I don't. I don't think he had a chance to get a haircut. He could have had a haircut when he went back to the Japanese barracks.
0: I, I mean, uh. well, there were all these swords around, and, and <laughs> there was even a scene where a samurai got a haircut. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> um,
0: um, who do you reckon sent the samurai? Was that the emperor? Those those ninjas.
1: Who sent the ninjas? Um, I think that that was probably Amura. Okay. I'd I, but. but because um, ba- that was
0: never clarified, was it?
1: No, I don't. And as as they said, as um, uh, Ka- Kasamoto, isn't it? Uh, uh, as he says, I mean, if the emperor wants him wants him to die, he will do it himself. Yeah, he will fall on his own blaze at, at the order of his emperor. Um, so I I much in the same way as t- Tom getting stalked. Um, and having the fight in Tokyo at night, I think that's, that's, that's the politics, not the culture.
0: Sure. So, so
1: yeah. um, and I, I, you kind of get the feeling that most of the villages w- wouldn't care too much. They're quite happy just kind of living together. Mm-hmm. And that was a very specific assassination attempt. So I, I put that down to a Okay.
0: Do you think it was right that Tom Cruise went straight back to the bottle after he got back to uh, civilization? That didn't sit well with me.
1: Actually, be. actually, he he doesn't not directly. Um, when he got the, when fir-
0: he, the first thing he says when he sees Timothy Spall again is, "I need a drink."
1: <laughs> but weirdly, he then gets ta- he then gets taken to Amora. Yeah, with um with the lieutenant colonel and uh, the American the American um, uh, ambassador, mm-hmm. and he's offered a whiskey, and he says no.
0: Oh, okay, I missed that bit.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it's all it's it's one of the growth. It's one of the, I think it's one of the growth. Shown as one of the growth parts, I think. But then he
0: gets straight. He he's drinking when he's packing up, isn't he?
1: The reason he's yeah, but the reason he's packing. The reason he's packing up is because he's just seen. um, What's what's the character's name? Basically, the young lad get his top knot cut off. Yeah. It it it, it's actually almost a. It's it's almost a response to not stepping up and stepping in.
0: Oh, okay. So you, you reckon he's punishing himself. For for not you know for for not doing more and and then he's just resigned to you know going back to America. Yes, I and, basically okay. on, and as always. Yeah,
1: they, they, this isn't this is not my this is not my job. This is not my point. This is not my war. At which okay. point, <coughs> excuse me. By at which point, by the end of the scene, he's he's put he's put the glass down and he's marching he's marching off to help uh, okay, yeah. res, rescue rescue
0: uh yeah okay i i I reckon i could have could have gone another scene without seeing him drink again i think (laughs) considering he went you know completely cold turkey
1: yeah yeah uh
0: the uh the scene that you mentioned just a moment ago about uh where he's confronted by those uh sort of undercover samurais yes in the street what was the instant replay thing about that was weird
1: I have, I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> I mean, the, the, fact, the fact is, if they'd mixed the two together, it would have been, a, um, from, a, from a filmmaking point of view, if they'd mixed the two together,
0: yeah.
1: it would have actually made for uh, an even, be- even better uh, uh, action scene. Yes, yeah, um, I think so. I, I, I think if they'd had one or they'd had the other, that would have been fine. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they had both of them, and in that order,
0: yeah, I was very confused because it, it when he was training bef- before, yeah, and um, the 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 young prince, are we calling him a prince? emperor. Um, yeah, um, the uh, he um, when he's telling him to to focus his mind, yes, and I'll then he kind of yeah. kind of he can kind of see uh, what's what he thinks is going to happen, and we yeah. get this kind of um a what if uh act out of the of what what the the fight's going to look like yeah that convention works well yes it's it's when they do this it, yeah this kind of instant replay which completely mixes that up yeah just really jarred for me I yeah couldn't understand what was going on with that at all
1: yeah no and um and it almost yeah, I I I I I really don't know what they were thinking. I don't know if they were think, if they were going well, if it's a case of he's just replaying in his mind for I I can't that's that's pro- probably one of the few things that I
0: it does Joe.
1: It doesn't work.
0: Um what what do you reckon about Timothy Spall standing at the side of the battle scene watching? I <laughs> I find it hard to believe that he would be there for one and and be kind of close enough to, to see, uh, you know, what? um, Nathan be be slain, because uh, you see that he's sort of watching on the on the sidelines at the end and just sort of walks off.
1: Yeah, well, back back in back in the day, they um, oh, well, okay, especially in the Napoleonic's in particular, what they used to, they used to draw crowds to battles. People okay. used to, people used to basically sit on the edges and watch the battles take place they climb climb up the nearest hill and what and have an overview of of the battles as they fought that that I don't actually have a lot of lot of uh issue with um okay. i think i think um because he's there basically he's just like he's like a reporter he's, yeah he's uh, a he,
0: he does the narration doesn't he and yeah
1: i mean he, he, opened, he Sorry, he opens it and he closes it. Yeah, um, and it, it's it, and um, yeah, I, I don't I don't have a problem with okay. him being a third a third witness, shall we say? He
0: he does seem to appear in random rooms, uh, you know, all of a sudden, like at the, at the end when um, Nathan is presenting the Emperor with the, the sword, Katsumoto's sword. Yeah, um, Timothy Spall just appears at the back of the room you know, somehow, uh, where he wasn't there before. And I remember that earlier in the film, there was a sort of very um, uh, deliberate choreographed way of coming in or out of a, a room that the emperor was in. So I just find it very strange that, oh, he's there. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that, that was a nitpick. Yeah. Um, any other points on the film before we move on to Tom Cruise at 40, just to wrap it up?
1: Um no I I I I I like I say I really like the film I like the I am I'm a I'm a sucker for uh uh samurai and self sacrifice and all or nothing all or nothing ending <laughs> John
0: uh, Bugles a fan of self self sacrifice <laughs> No I I, I sorry just... I, I, don't,
1: I don't know. I don't know what it is but I seem to have become a bit more attuned to uh people um,
0: killing themselves. <laughs>
1: well, no, I mean, hopeless causes, shall we say?
0: I see. People, yes. You know, yeah. People,
1: give, uh, people giving, giving themselves up for the sake of others. Mm-hmm. I mean, in, the, in this case, it's a case of um, the samurai. Uh, the samurai g- giving up his culture to remind to remind his pe- to remind the people of what has gone before and to wake them up. Yeah. Not just, yeah. Em- not just to embrace the Western ways.
0: No. Uh one final question then do you really think uh Nathan Algron would have survived uh till the end of that battle facing those two uh Tommy guns
1: um i um are you, you you see him, you see him get hit in in the shoulder um and he kind of goes down and his horse kind of goes down in front of him. Okay. So you can kind of see that the horse would have taken most of the bullets. Oh, um, right. And he doesn't actually, and once once the guns stop firing, they're actually firing around, which actually is a technical impossibility, apparently. Um, uh, yes. Guns yeah. Those guns don't sweep side to side and up and down. They're actually fixed. But um, you actually, I mean, he doesn't actually really do any movement until... Um, Every, everything else is clear around him I I put it down to dumb luck dumb luck
0: yeah and, and, dramatic, we'll, we'll go with and that and drama and dr- dramatic license yeah yeah uh, all right then so Tom Cruise at 40 so he hit the big 40 during production yeah uh, do you reckon he's trying too hard in this film to tell us that he's still he's still got it
1: um no I don't I, I I don't think he does. I mean he's he's he is playing an older character. He's playing a very world-weary character. Yes. He it sure. um, he, actually he's playing a character that doesn't want to be here anymore. Mm-hmm. Um and he's he's he, he's fi- he's finding it he, he basically it's almost like a an extreme form of midlife crisis. <laughs> Um, and basically, he, he's, done, he's done everything. What do you do now? Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll get myself out, out of the drink and uh, go, go and uh, be, be a moral compass. Um, I, no, I, 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 I've, I've just been reading a uh, time, uh, time article from uh, 2002, round about the time of uh, Minority Report, okay. and, and basically says, yes, I'm getting older. Yes, my audience is getting older. But the story is still the story. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think I think to a certain extent he's actually he because he's producing as well. Um, he's choose he's at, I think he's got enough nows to choose the right story for him to do.
0: Well, that that brings me on to uh, my next question: Has Tom Cruise peaked by this point in his film career? So he's he's almost halfway through his film. So he's his first film was 1981. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, what, what film was that? That was uh, *Endless Love*. Yes. <laughs> and no, uh, no. <laughs> um, so yeah, he's he's almost you know he's just over halfway through his film career by that point. Yeah. Do you think he has peaked?
1: Well, he's done twenty-three of his 40, of his forty-three. Yeah. He's got he's got two million dollars in box office. Um, I. I don't think he's peaked. I, I, because I, I actually think his Mission Impossible, his Mission Impossible's, especially lately, have kind of kept him relevant. I agree. Um, yeah. Whereas um, I, I think some of his other projects have maybe been a bit mis- uh, misguided. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I like Amer- I like American Made. I like um uh edge um sorry Edge of tomorrow. Yes, Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. Um so I think I think his I think his hit rate may have gone down slightly, but I think he's still doing interest interesting roles. I think he's every once in a while he'll still step out and do an interesting role.
0: I, I agree. I agree. And uh I mean, what he's got collateral coming that ne- you know, next year yeah. so yeah i uh, I think um as as a a, a box office draw and uh, potentially still the savior of the cinema yeah i yeah I don't think he a, a, at forty has peaked no
1: i th- no, he's de- he's that de- he's definitely not peaked so
0: well that that's good good uh, good to hear yeah um, reassuring um do, do you reckon he looked good in that film? I, I do. I mean, they, 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 he got his top off. He's, he's looking he's looking pretty buff. I, I, yeah. was, I was a bit surprised, actually.
1: I mean, I, 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 yeah, he's definitely a man who's kept, who's kept himself in shape over these years. I mean, um, at the age of 40, he was dating Penelope Cruz.
0: Ah, nice little <laughs> fact there.
1: Um, so, yeah, I mean, he he, he just divorced Nicole, the year before
0: uh, okay
1: and uh, he was dating penelope
0: well i mean um, that's 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 a, a midlife crisis you know trope right there isn't it
1: yeah exactly um but he's 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 always been interested in fast cars and and in fact in this film in um, last samurai apparently he did all his own stunts he actually he actually trained for 2 years in sword play and uh, learning Japanese.
0: Well, that's that's a very Tom Cruise thing to yeah. do, isn't it?
1: And and the guy the guy who taught him is the guy who put a uh, uh, gladius into uh, Russell Crowe's hands.
0: Ah.
1: So okay. yeah. And so yeah, I'm, I th- I think I think he know I think he knows what he is, and I think he knows what he's portraying. Mm-hmm. And I, I think he's the kind of guy who is going to keep himself in shape. Um, yeah, well, I mean,
0: you... he's going to turn fifty nine in, in July this yeah. year. So,
1: yeah, he... and he, he could he could just be incredibly lucky, like Paul Paul Rudd, and just age backwards.
0: <laughs> he does seem to have defied the 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 age uh, logic for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Well, uh, any other points before I ask my final question? Then.
1: Okay, well, he's 40 years old. He's just done the Austin Powers cameo.
0: <laughs> Which was great, yes. It
1: was. Um, and actually, in 2002, he actually did the um, opening monologue at the Oscars.
0: Oh, yes. I don't remember that. Yeah. I did, watch, that... I did watch it live, but I don't remember that.
1: Well, it, it was the post 9-11 Oscars. Oh, and, of uh, And uh, it, was written by, it was written by Cameron Crowe. Um, but basically he's talking about how he grew up on cinema when he had, uh, when he was traveling around in his youth, uh, when he had nowhere else to go, real home,
0: native New Yorker, of course.
1: Yeah. Um, but he, um, as a child, he he traveled to Canada and all sorts, um, something like 14 schools. Mm -hmm. His his childhood is actually rather broken. Um, as far as uh, be, being settled in one place. Yes. And yeah. apparently his, fa- his father was, wasn't the nicest man in the world. Um, but yeah, he basically talks about uh, when he saw, when he saw Ra- 2001 when he was six in Canada and uh, discussing the meaning of life at six <laughs> and uh, going to see Raging Bull in, um, I think it's uh, um, Texas or New Mexico. And so it's, and also the fact that uh, the idea that um, the reason we need, they need, he needs to carry on doing films, and they all needed to do films at that time, was because this was the time they were needed after nine eleven. Yes, to to give everyone the uh, the the emotion of the look, the look, or the action, or the uh, the smile. It was it, the case of um, it, it was a, it's a constant it, the idea of it being a constant uh, well, in, uh, in a turbulent world.
0: Uh, I think then that you know Hollywood clearly realised in two thousand and two uh, that Tom Cruise was the the saviour of Hollywood.
1: Um, yes, I mean he he is he is still one of the most bankable movie mm. stars. I mean still. Yeah. Top top
0: 100 uh, movie stars of all time. Yeah.
1: And I think I think he's I think I read that he was in the top 14 who could definitely land a film. These days.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Not many. Not many actors can do that now.
1: Yeah. Um, Uh, Okay, so
0: final question, then, uh, if you've got nothing else, John, would you put this? uh, Does this film deserve a spot on the show reel? When Tom Cruise is going for his next job interview, would he put, should he put this on his showreel?
1: I think that this is every bit as good as Born on the Fourth of July.
0: It's got a lot of similarities. Yeah, I, yeah.
1: And to to a certain extent, I think it. I think it's a more stylish version uh, of, with all with all the notes with all the notes in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think this is. I think this actually shows an awful lot of range for, for Tom Cruise. And he doesn't trample over everybody else. I mean, considering this is uh, Ken Watanabe's first English-language film, yeah. in the English language, um, th- they all... Th- Tom is... I'm going to say Tom's gracious. I actually think that everybody just let, let it happen and everyone took the roles that they needed to and i and um i think um it's not necess- it's sold as a tom cruise film but i think i think everybody else kind of steps up to the mark as well
0: it's a very good supporting cast for sure yeah, yeah. john thank you very much it's been been a pleasure
1: it has i i will, I will miss our little conversations
0: <laughs> very good john